it was Halloween in Manhattan. It was Halloween in Manhattan. Vomit line, Third Avenue. I found five dollars on the floor with a new keychain for my one and only key. I saw a guy try to kill himself in the street It was Halloween in Manhattan It was 2 a.m. in New York All the boys and girls were drunk Waiting for sudden cheeks and their everlasting hunger Vomit line, Third Avenue. I found five dollars on the floor with a new keychain from a one and only key. Then I saw a guy try to kill himself in the street. It was Halloween in Manhattan. It was 12 a.m. on my birthday. Everybody singing Happy Birthday. Oh, guys, you're wondering why my eyes are so fucking red. So we can just start. And I mean, so this for me, it's fun <laughs> because you guys were like one of the first bands we reached out to and like actually communicated with us. <laughs> a lot of people like they're, I don't know if it's managers or what, but they suck to work with when it comes to like get on a, like a tight deadline with them. They oh, yeah. coordinate and they're just like, won't answer an email for days. <laughs> <laughs> So I appreciate you guys being like easy to communicate and like reaching back out to me too. So we can do this because we have a new album coming out. Yeah. So for new and old listeners, why don't you just like explain to us who you are? Finishing up my tangerine hold up. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I, I was snacking Elijah, on cookies too. Yeah, I think Elijah is also about to join in like a brief moment. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> who we are. We are a band. We are two hour shower. 
We don't waste water though. <laughs> yeah. Who we are. We are um we're also like how do you say like fans of wrestling, I would say, and that gets incorporated within the music. Been playing for how many years? Four years. Yeah. What else? James. Um, quite a we all have quite a background in theater and I think that shows in our our music switches genres like very quickly sometimes like you know within the same song and our live show i think is very energetic and unique so you that that definitely shows like that that we had one show where like elijah our singer was like climbing on top of a ladder and he told me after the show that he like almost fell on me <laughs> tables, table ladders and chairs kind of vibe extreme rules <laughs> hey, you got, go big or go home I mean <laughs> yeah right would have been a better show if you fell on me I mean it would have been a good story maybe like a fun scar too <laughs> yeah yeah uh, busted open from the ladder <laughs> yeah I almost fell over and like that would have been bad I feel like I would have impaled myself on like the hi-hat Stick. <laughs> yeah. Something. I mean, dude, fucking like James also made like a sandwich at one point during the, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. song while keeping time. Drum kit just brings out all the ingredients. On the snare, oh, like an actual sandwich. Yeah, yeah. just made it. <laughs> took a little bite. Trader Joe's ham and lettuce and whatnot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've been playing the drums with like my legs in one hand and the other hand I had like sandwich materials on one of the drums. I love that. That's a whole mood, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get the carbs in there to keep going. Or playing like like vaporwave song kind of like at the same time. <laughs> so now how would you describe the music that you guys create? It's like an amalgamation of I mean like James said it's kind of like it switches of genres fairly quickly but at the same time it feels kind of like a very well-flown cohesive thing like i'd say i mean like i joined the band a lot later than when it started so obviously they've gone through like several different incarnations of like what they play but pretty much i mean i'd say a lot of i mean you know these elements of like punk and like you know post-punk noise rock ska like and even like the theater thing is kind of like you know in the live per- it's you can see it in the live performance but also just like we definitely use it when writing songs if you just want to like change up the energy or you know use noise as a factor and you know the same way you might use a scene transition or something like oh guys do that like it's kind of all now, about the energy no is that hard to manage and like put together or does it come naturally feel pretty naturally right yeah yeah, I'd say like in the, it just comes down to like <clears throat> when you're in the gu- running through the gauntlet, I guess, of like performing and just like kind of melds. And I think like we all have a pretty good chemistry with each other or like, yeah, like trust. Yeah. So. Yeah. The vibes are there, you know? Like naturally come up in the rehearsal room. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we know like what we would want to, you know, see or do if we were like, we're playing live and we kind of just put that energy into like, even if we're just playing the four of us, you know, with masks on, of course, in like a <laughs> studio, 
we're just like, you know, what would we do? Like that would be fun to do. God damn it! Oh, I thought I was frozen. I so did I. Mars, Mars went frozen. But yeah, I feel like I feel like since we started, like, because our first performance, we like we we're doing Last Leaf, the and song Last Leaf. I was like, oh wait, somebody talk. Okay, but we did the song Last Leaf as like an acoustic kind of cover. Like James was playing acoustic guitar, I was playing like ukulele. We had a piano guy, and Elijah was singing. All right, and then like. That was like in the high school gym and stuff and it was like a typical like coming of age feel good kind of moment like we like got in a big group hug after and all this oh, and it was like it was kind of cringe but it was kind of goofy and fun but now we're like we're doing these hard like feedbacky like noise rock kind of like interludes and like elijah's like doing these like crazy ass like monologues and just like saying random like you know just uh, stream of consciousness kind of thing so it's like that's kind of like the theater kind of switch you know yeah yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if Seth so you guys would agree but like there's like satirical elements and like some of the lyrics and stuff definitely. yeah definitely satire yeah yeah I feel there's there's one song on the album that has like a jazz sort of section to it it's the, the verse part and then there's another one that has like gospel intro elijah's pretending to be a, a, a televangelist <laughs> yeah. Yeah. definitely like one of the old snake builders yeah yeah or just like yeah. Joel Osteen, like saying some shit on the tv prosperity <laughs> theology yeah a good old jim jones man you know the kool-aid <laughs> oh <my God>. yes. <laughs> so like who are some of your big musical influences did you have like such a umbrella you know of what you guys do Mm, I think this would be a good one for each uh, us to each do individually. Yeah, I feel like we have a cohesive like sound, but we all have like our own favorite like artists and whatnot. Yeah. Hey, so let's start with Sebastian. We we'll just like go down and around. Shoot. All right. For me, I guess for like, well, I, I think this album's different than the previous one. Like the last one was more kind of like tongue in cheeky kind of humor mixed with like a, there was a lot more ska songs on it. This one, there are a few like ska, but like it, it kind of ranges a bit more. So for this one, I think like the main influences, I'm just like looking at the list of songs are probably like Minutemen, Sonic Youth, Fugazi, like Arcade Fire, especially their album Neon Bible, because that one has like a big sort of like televangelist kind of theme in it. Shoot, who else? Like, yeah, like Minor Threat, Operation Ivy. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Or what I was like thinking for this album. All right, Mars. Let's kind of let's see. Well, I mean, like in general, I mean, you know, my I feel like it's kind of always changing. But like, I me and James both have like a pretty extensive jazz background, so that I think at least you know, even if not necessarily in two hour shower, that always plays some kind of role <clears throat> in the backgrounds. But I'd see. I mean, like. I think we also kind of have quite a bit of overlap with some of our influences. Like on this album, I also kind of like was inspired a lot by like Sonic Youth, um, a little bit of Rage Against the Machine, like Idols. Oh, yeah. There's a local band from LA that's kind of moving up the ranks called Lily. And they're like, they've got some cool ass, like some good energy in their music, some cool experimental noise stuff. And there was a lot of stuff I kind of applied to my bass playing that I've never done at least at least on anything that like I've recorded. 
so that was kind of a good thing so just kind of a lot of like punk a little bit of jazz and just kind of like rock i guess in general a lot more experimental a good mix all right james yeah i think for for two hour shower i take a lot of influence from um, bands like like system of a down yeah (laughs) i'm in sport of down oh who was i thinking of rage against the machine ruben and like million dead and no effects a lot of no effects oh yeah comes about in in those parts i think yeah you you can definitely hear me and mars like connecting in a couple places where it's like like that that like ear where you're you're always listening that comes a lot from i think from jazz yeah uh, jazz background We're always in the pocket yeah yeah the bass and drums are sub- you know supposed to be like that. <laughs> like like you're riffing like a rhythm together yeah. yeah yeah like mars will change up the rhythm a bit i'll follow him and we'll do do stuff like that, and that that's a lot of fun that adds kind of another layer to it i think um, like musical improv yeah yeah definitely mm-hmm. hence the theater <laughs> <laughs> improv Elijah, when I when I listen to like some of the songs or just remember like some of the songs of this album, like I think like that album, like White Blood Cells, like you know, like the White Stripes album. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah, you know, like sounds kind of similar. So I think we like unintentionally like like. And I also listen to like Joyce Manor a lot, which is like a they're kind of like emo punk now, but like they they had this like one album that I thought was like I don't know it was like kind of like straight like like more punk less like emo like aspect self-titled yeah and then i thought like i would listen to that like a lot like i think while it's like writing i think that influenced a lot too and george carlin like comedy sketches like his like his, you guys love the theater <laughs> his, yeah. his, his rants like kind of just like stick with me and i kind of just like think about it a lot and like i think it just comes through in the songwriting and I think, like, also, uh, I don't know, just like different, like, shit I read <laughs> a lot. And it's not necessarily like music, like, strictly. It's just like, yeah, like taking things from a lot of different avenues in life. That's, yeah. It's a good for being creative. Yeah. History and whatnot. Yeah. 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 History teachers. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking history teachers, man. <laughs> So now, and why this album? And why now in this awful year? <laughs> I think it's better than just like sitting around and like, doing nothing, like to be honest. Like, cause like if I, if I didn't, like if we didn't, if I didn't really put my effort into like something like this, then I wouldn't really have much to do like right now, honestly, besides like school. So I think yeah. it's. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, that definitely makes sense. Therapeutic. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we're always, like, busy with, like, some sort of, like, project or another, whether it's, like, a tour in the summer or, like, we got a play or, like, a musical or whatever going on, like, but this year we don't, we don't really have that opportunity, so I guess this year we were just, like, let's, let's do what we can with what we got and, um, and yeah, just, like, try to make this, you know, like, a sort of, like, positive for what's been going on this year and kind of taking in all the circumstances, you know. Yeah. Think, that's good. Turn a negative into a positive. <laughs> yeah. 
and it might touch on like your, your other question i think if i remember but like like had the pandemic effect like the band like yeah like, despite, like all the like like obvious like hardships for like everyone like like the band like itself i think was like positively affected if you can say that like just because yeah. like i'd be at school james would probably be in school and just we'd be in like different like locations like because I, I go to school on the east coast and um like now we can just like meet pretty easily and like that like and it, it seemed like the album came together pretty quickly yeah uh, and I, I think it was always kind of like at some point in the works because I, I didn't play on the first album but and we i kind of just done live shows so far and i felt like i knew at some point obviously we were gonna like record and i think it kind of just made a lot more sense once like the pandemic started because then it was just like well now we're here now we like know what our limits are we know we can't play live so now we know we have to focus all of our energy onto like writing stuff and perfecting the actual product even if we can't present it in the way that we want to because we've like i mean we've also managed to you know do like some live stream shows and stuff like that so there's ways we keep that alive but in general i think like it kind of forced us to focus a lot more on the music itself so we like can be fully confident that we're presenting something that we really want to present all right so uh, what was like the big inspiration for this and, like what's the takeaway when people like you know get from it hmm fight the power Yes. Yeah. Yes. Question. Starting In the yeah. United States, be critical. Typical yeah, right. history teacher kind of stuff. I don't know. Just like I mean, I don't know if we. I mean, I don't know if we necessarily went into it with like a intentional purpose right off the bat, but we definitely have used it to like as an outlet for. I mean, like activism for one or just like you know getting messages out that we want to and like there's definitely a certain like political type element to the album and also comedy like again it's you know it's about us having fun and saying what we want to say i think in general and you know whether people actually take that away once they listen to it is you know up to them but i think in general that's kind of the main drive behind it so right. now, what was your favorite track on a song? We can do this like individually. <laughs> yeah, sure. Dude, that's tough. I like Santa. Uh, yeah. yeah. Santa one. And I mean, either that or like Halloween in Manhattan. Did you guys listen to that already or not? No, I didn't get to it yet. I just like got home <laughs> and sat down. <clears throat> yeah, no problem. But yeah, it's either those two. Um, I really like, I don't know. Um, definitely the instrumentation is like a lot of fun like on those and I feel like if we play those live it'll be pretty fun and like it seems like for this <laughs> this one that I'm calling like Santa Claus stole my wallet or Santa stole my wallet like it seems like there's like a lot of room for like improv improvisation and stuff like in the middle bridge area and it's yeah. just like stupid stupidly funny I guess What's the inspiration for that one, Elijah? Uh, Stole his wallet, man. Yeah. There was, <laughs> was that, what scene was that from? <laughs> I was watching like this movie, Jacob's Ladder, and like this, this guy, um, his name is Jacob Singer. He's like a war vet, 
But like at the end of the movie, you find out he's like actually dead. He's been dead from like the Vietnam War. Oh, for, like, they, they six sensed them. Yeah. And he's like, hey, when that happens, he's a mailman. And he like passes out in the street for some reason. And like Santa Claus, this like homeless Santa Claus, like steals his like ID and like wallet and shit. And like <laughs> he gets picked up and like taken to like a mental ward. And they're like, this guy's crazy. Like, where's his like ID? And he's like, Santa Claus stole it. And they just like, still think he's crazy. And then the song plays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Santa says, no one will ever believe you. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah. So now, what song feels like the most personal to you? Most personal? Mm. I think, no, Halloween in Manhattan seems like the most personal song. To you? Of the lyrics. Mm. I mean, just in general. I think, yeah, I think yeah. In, in general, especially, I mean, because I feel like, because I mean, Elijah like wrote lyrics for that. So like it's elements of him. Perfect. And I think we also like, I think for the most part, we kind of write our own parts. So in a way, kind of any, any song on this can be considered personal if we like put enough of ourselves into it. But I think that's a good, a Halloween in Manhattan is a good representation because it's like Elijah putting his full self and Seb putting his full self and me and James also putting our full selves into it. Yeah, I mean, like, we also probably have personal favorite songs based on just, like, you know, if we have, like, a certain part we like to play that's, like, really fun or would be fun live, I think that's probably the factor. Yeah. I think um, Two Hour Shower, the self-titled song also, like, that was one of the first songs, and, like, we can kind of get, like, fun with that and, like, experiment around. Like, that one switches between, like, ten different genres, I feel, in the song. Like, start off with, like, really like thrashy hardcore like intro and then it goes into the soft like kind of jazzy kind of like almost countryish kind of like drum and bluegrass. yeah bluegrassy kind of feel and then back into the into the punk and then a little bit of ska and then um, oh, yeah the whole the whole spectrum it'll make more sense when like you hear it but uh, on paper it sounds like a weird experiment gone wrong. Oh, no, i'm with it i'm <laughs> Fuck it always closes out. We run the gamut. Yeah, it yeah. always closes out the live concert, so we had yeah. to we had to try to like imitate that experience as much as possible. Yeah, we, it becomes like seven minutes long when we play it live, but it, it's <laughs> so much. Fun. Yeah, but it's worth the wait. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, since you spent like all this time inside working on this album, I know you probably experienced writer's block. I suck at writer's block. So like how what was the way that you guys got through it when you hit those walls? I don't know. I think it's like well, I, I think it's kind of different because like when we write sometimes we'll write songs just together in one room in the course of like ten minutes. Other times it'll just be like, you know, Seb will come in with a part or Elijah will come in with some lyrics and we start to make something up. So I think sometimes maybe like one of us will have writer's block for a certain part and then the rest of us will kinda of, it'll just come together when we do it. I don't. I, can't, I think it kind of like depends. Like, I don't. I mean, I think in terms of writing, like at least I do like a lot of in just like in the moment. Like, I'll come up with like a baseline or something that I like, and then if I want to go back and refine it, I will. But for the most part, I think I don't get too much writer's block. But I think that's also because I just don't do like lyrics or anything that much. So it's a kind of a different experience for just music. Yeah. 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 I. The, the similar thing about like the drum part like usually Seb or Elijah will come in with a with lyrics or with a, a form of a song 
like just an instrumental and we'll uh, I'll like form the drum part around that but like in terms of like composing other things I feel like you know if you can change the medium you're using to be creative then that helps a lot like even just if you play guitar putting a capo on the guitar or like I don't know how to play piano that well but if I just like sit myself down in front of the piano try to force myself to come up with something it'll be different than like I won't I wouldn't I wouldn't have come up with that if I was using like my main instrument you know changing your perspective you know get the gears turning yeah yeah and like that's like I think my philosophy on that kind of idea is just like if like and if like you try playing like a melody or something, you're playing some notes at a certain part and it's not working, just go for like the noise or the energy. <laughs> so it's like changing the perspective. So like if you can't come up with something that sounds like catchy or harmonizes well with that, just do something totally, completely outside of the box. And like that's kind of contributed, I think, to a lot of the energy that we have. Cause sometimes, you know, some of it sometimes it's not even about like the note the like melody or the music itself, it's about just the energy it brings out. So that's why, I mean, some parts of this album are going to sound kind of fucking crazy, but it's for like a good purpose. Oh, fuck with it. Yeah. So do you want to talk about like the lyrics and stuff? Yeah, I think like, yeah, like sometimes I get writer's block, but I think on this one, like a lot of the songs like flowed pretty well. Like I think we're all able, like if we did encounter like writer's block, I think we're able to like, Kind of work off of each other and like bounce ideas and like lyrics and things around like um like the bridge and santa like we were kind of um like we didn't know exactly what kind of like words and stuff to put in there but like over time we kind of like kind of worked and elijah kind of like developed like a rhythm for like that little kind of like spoken word interlude or like what was it the song sphinx with wings which is the one that has that like gospel intro and then this really like Rash punk kind of hardcore minor threat sounding like I can't wait to listen to that one. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's it, the gospel it, part. Has a, it has a good switch. Yeah, the gospel part sounded really good. And that's like that in and of itself is just like an improv spoken word Absolutely. kind of thing. And then for like the actual lyrics of the song, like just came up with like I was listening to a lot of like minor threat and stuff like that. So just thinking of like some of the parts in there that like could work out in this song and just like yeah, just like what Mars was saying about like getting into the energy and just like being angry, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think when it when it comes to like, writing the actual lyrics, um, I do I do like encounter writer's block. Like sometimes I'm just like on my computer, like writing like in my room, and like I'm listening to music and stuff, and like I'm just like writing like whatever like I can like think of. <laughs> and sometimes it's just like oh, what the hell is this, and like I'll just like. And I think more more so like I'm just like burning out like ideas rather than just like simply not producing anything. Probably like that seems more like accurate, like in my experience. Um, but usually like if I can't think of anything or like struggling with like writing songs, I like. But yeah, I, I just have to like, like watch a movie or something or like, like read. Like there's this writer, I think, like names like Zadie Smith. I was listening to her like talk about writer's block. She was like, you have to read a lot to like write a little. And yeah. like I thought that was like really true in my experience as well. And like 
yeah i'm like trying to like write like like um music video like scripts for like these like songs now and, like, they come out pretty weird or like they're, i think they're interesting. they look covert lindell <laughs> yeah well we had this one like well we had the first one we did like end up filming and it's like it's been filmed and shit we had have not in my pants yeah it was like james he's like passed out like on the street and like some like weird creepy guy like wakes him up and like is like claiming that he knows him and like that was like really like weird like i don't know if i intended it like this but like the way it came out it's just like he had like really weird like pedophile like energy <laughs> <laughs> and like we just like worked off that like in the filming of it and like he had the mustache and stuff too like it worked out perfect oh yeah oh, like the old 70s type the, like the yeah Twitter, yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys it sounds like a diddler yeah it's just like him getting chased around like the town we're in and then i wrote another one that was like for one on this album we wanted it to be like some like i guess representative of like like fox news viewers i guess <laughs> and it just be like like the hard crowd yeah i know and, <laughs> and i guess like I don't even know. Modeled, how modeled it after um after Uncle Jeff, my uncle my uncle Jeff from the desert. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I guess like it would be like the stoner conservative is like it's like picking and choosing like what they like agree yeah. with. He's yes. just kind of chilling and consuming media rather than right. trying thinking to. about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think like one of the shots for that would be like some yeah like stoner conservative guy just like in front of like a tv just like chugging a Coors light and just like just <laughs> chuckling and like chuckling in agreement to whatever like tucker carlson or whoever's saying just like pointing at the screen and be like yeah that's it you know but just like i don't yeah. know like all, all that like, influenced by like commercial like or business like interests like mike lindell the my pillow guy who's like ads are like constantly running on like Fox News. So it sounds like a, like a real Facebook dad. They just see something stupid, yeah. and share, oh, and yeah. don't Google it at all. <laughs> yeah, Is that the same music video that has like the Mormon thing. Going yeah, on? the Mormon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're coming after everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one saying. Gotta fight the power, man. That was that's when they're <laughs> yeah, we're, we're playing like Mormon evangelists. Like people go to like door to door, like. Just like the the last like little epilogue scene, we're like trying to convert like the the stoner guy. And they come off so nice, but it's still just like terrifying because like yeah, they right. have like no souls behind the eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Another layer. <laughs> and then I so, think like throughout that whole vi- that whole like video, we're gonna have one of our friends, Alex, who's like a salsa dancer. We're gonna have him like like in the background of the scene, like doing some like constant, like salsa, like kind of dance. <laughs> yeah, man, it's going to, it's going to fit well. Anything that we can think of uh, goes, I guess, I think. Think of, yeah. 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 Maybe that's that's a fun word, why not? So to stay on brand and I can close out with this, tell us like the scariest thing that ever happened to you. Ooh. I was in a pretty bad car crash. Oh, shit. Shoot. Damn, I don't even think I, I heard about this. Yeah, I didn't hear about that, dude. What was that? Oh, oh regale yeah. us. Oh, all right. So in eighth 
I think seventh or eighth grade. I had a friend who like invited our group of friends to his family's little ranch for the weekend. Never trust a ranch, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Red flag, man. But so I was excited to go. We all we all went. We were having a good time, and one of his relatives that like lived on and ran the ranch was like, "Hey, we got these these." all terrain vehicles we can take for a spin <laughs> and so we went out to like a the bumpiest dirt road you can imagine and it was like we, we started driving them we were it wasn't like eighth graders driving atvs it was like the the parents supervisors were driving them and the kids were in the back seats but then it started getting windy and it kept getting windier and it kept getting windier and it got like really, really windy at one point, but but despite that, the guys that I was in the car with was like, "Let's do donuts." Oh, <laughs> he no. starts doing donuts <laughs> on a bumpy dirt road, and eventually the wind picks the car up, and it tumbles like three times. That and I just like launched you. <laughs> yeah, launched all of us. Everyone was safe in the end. I had a pretty big gash, like. It wasn't too bad. It was just like, it was fine. But they I'm got like, you. Got mixed. I I was, you know that one ten freeway. I was I like with the tight turns. That, oh my god! Oh god! Fuck that freeway. One ten. Oh my god! Literally, but, if you can even call it a freeway. <laughs> yeah, honestly, but that's the scariest thing that's happened to me, and I had only remembered about that like very sparsely, like yesterday when I was looking over the questions. So yeah, your, your mind is like black part of it out. <laughs> we don't need to go back here. <laughs> we watched X Men after that. That was fun. Was it oh, yeah. X Men? <laughs> was the one with, uh, Quicksilver? I don't know. Uh, that was one of the better ones. I give you that. It's like, In it was the like original two trilogy. Right. Yep. Yeah. Charles died. Yeah. Oh, was that X Three Last Stand or something like yeah. that? Long and then there was like X Two X Men United. Yeah, yeah. had like a sweet ass leather red jacket, and that was her whole gambit, which is like I'm yeah. evil now because of the jacket. You see, like, I'm evil. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so who's next? Who are you guys? <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll go. It's very brief. I I was thinking about it, and like I think it was probably went so like my senior year of high school, or rather like just after. Like after I graduated, me and my friend were like hanging out one night and we were like, oh, like we found out there was this party going on in Calabasas, which is just like the very, very rich preppy, one of the rich preppy parts of the valley. So yeah, or like they live in like, there's like a part of it called Hidden Hills where there's like a bunch of gated communities and mansions and shit. But like basically, yeah, they pretty much live around there. Eat the rich, man. Uh, Yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and like honestly it, it was weird because we kind of felt we kind of felt a little bit out of place there but it was cool so we like went to this party over there and there's you know a, a mixture of kids from different private high school like i've gone to private school my whole life and i there's some people from like my high school people from like different other rich private schools in la and they were all at this house and like it was pretty packed and i was like okay you know hanging out with some people from high school and kind of just hanging out and some people jumped into the pool like topless and people were like doing some like you know things were getting a little bit crazy and and then at one point you know we were like yeah maybe we should leave soon 
and me and my friend are just kind of like chilling. We smoked a little weed and now we're just kind of like, I don't know, maybe we should leave. And then we're talking with these dudes and we're like, yeah, dude, someone should, I have this like thing that like my, my, my bit used to be at like certain at parties. I would often like jump into the pool if the moment called for it. Cause fuck it. I love that. That's and a like, bit. <laughs> yeah. It just became Theater a thing. Kids, it's coming out of you. <laughs> yeah, dude. Starting in like seventh grade, I did it like a cast party and it's just been like a thing ever since. So then we were just like, damn, like they just went into the pool because they felt like it. And then like we were talking with these <laughs> these two older dudes, like significantly older dudes who were at the party and they were just like, you know, like, yeah, dude, someone should like jump into the pool from the roof, man. That would be epic. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, be, I mean, I would do it. But like, that's like a little, I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to just do that in front of everyone. There's like a lot of people here. And eventually yeah, I was thinking about <laughs> that's it. That's concern is the amount of Yeah, I'm like, shit, because that's like a big, and then I was like, all right, fuck it. So I fucking took off like my pants. I was just in my underwear and then I had my like unbuttoned overshirt that I was wearing. <laughs> and my friend gave me like a boost up to, up to the roof. So I get on there and like, I'm about to like, you know, I'm like on the roof. I get up there. I'm about to start walking towards like the end where the pool is so I can jump in. And then as soon as I do, this fucking girl just goes like, get the fuck off my roof <laughs> and starts like, and, like, I don't know if she stopped the music, but in my in my memory, that's what I remember because it just sounds like what would have happened then. And she kind of just like was yelling at me. I was like, okay, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm not trying to, she acted like I was trying to vandalize her house or cause like a ruckus. I'm like, no, dude, I'm just trying to like join in with this energy. I'm in the middle of a bit. <laughs> Yeah, dude, and then I, fucking, I got down, and then her like you know her two like body men like enforcers or whatever sort just showed me like no you gotta go man you gotta go and I was like alright bro I just gotta get my like the rest of my clothes and like I got my pants I think and I stole my shoes and like jacket there or whatever like no nah, man you just gotta go you gotta go man I was like all right and like no you don't understand I left my stuff and still like no nah, man just keep going and I was like in the driveway like in the like this like cul-de-sac going up a hill and they're like no let's keep going man keep going and they kept like <laughs> <Just keep walking. laughs> i kept walking barefoot like with an unbuttoned shirt down the street and my friend called me out and i was like yo dude go get my like my clothes so he went back and got him and walked down with me and i was like shit i'm missing a sock and my feet are like <laughs> like kind of head or some shit so i'm like he's like oh so he goes back up to try and get the fucking sock that I that can't find, and he he has to pay again to get in. And as he's doing that, That's I see robbery. like yeah. <laughs> and as he's doing that, I see like three cop cars coming up. And I'm like shit. So I like I'm by my car, just kind of sitting there hiding from anyone who was at the party because I don't want to be seen now. So I'm kind of just like against the side of my car, just sort of like chilling, hoping, just trying to stay low key. And he comes back, doesn't have my sock. So <laughs> I so I was like oh god. And so I put on one of my converse with like no sock and <laughs> I was like still semi hot, not like too high to drive, but I was like, yeah, I just want to get out of here. So exactly like that. I got, we got in the car and just left right before it got rolled. But uh, karma, if you got out there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was, it was very uncomfortable and not it, pretty much the polar opposite of how I hoped that would have turned out. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. They wouldn't let you leave. Or they wouldn't let you get your fucking clothes. For like, one song. Yeah, like, I don't know what they thought I was trying to do. Like, <laughs> trying to get like, back in the pool. We were going to run up to the roof and just like... <laughs> trying to... Yeah, just... <laughs> like, what are you... Yeah. Just beeline for the gutter and to go off. <laughs> I, I can go next. I think... Um, kind of like... There's like a toss-up between like these two, but... One's more like spooky, and the other one's just like... I almost die. Like, so... <laughs> Also, what, that's kind of spooky, too. Yeah. yeah. 
Death is always. So like I was, I, it was like, it was like this is the spooky one, but like it was like 1 a.m. or something like that, like in like Central Park, in like New York, and like I'm kind of like stoned. I'm like with a couple people, and like we encounter like this Columbus statue that's like just like drenched in like blood. <laughs> And I, I'm like, no, no, like, oh, is this real? Like, is someone yeah, died here? Colonizers. Yeah, and I think it's like, oh, maybe, maybe it's just like a prank or something. But like, I, I hope I don't think it was real. But that put a fright into me because I was just like walking down like the fucking like I don't know I don't know what it's called like like there's like it's like a avenue in like Central Park and there's like these all these like statues of like riders and stuff and like you get you get down to the end statues are always creepy at night in the first place yeah and you get down to the end and it's like the bethesda fountain with like the angel on it and shit it was like honestly it was pretty cool but then like the cops like chased us out unfortunately <laughs> but then okay so then this other one i was just freaked out because of the blood and i was high but um <laughs> i thought someone got killed but like <laughs> And like, but I'll I'll expect that next time. So <laughs> this other one, I was in like Mammoth, Mammoth Lakes, or like I was in one of the lakes up there. And like we ran to this boat, like me and my friend Oliver, and we were just like driving it around. I'd like been taking like multiple rips of like someone's like wax pen, and like just like drinking. It's like That'll do it. I'll I was just like drunk, just, like drunk at the lake. Fuck it. Awesome <laughs> <laughs> drunk. It's at a the lake, lake there. I'm a drink near it. Yeah. <laughs> And so, like, we rented this boat, and I was, like, driving it around and stuff, and, like, we're just, like, chilling. And, like, we get, like, to the middle of it, like, to, like, the shore and, like, like to the distance where I think I can swim back. So I'm, like, all right, just leave me here. I'm going to jump out and, like, swim. It's, like, hella deep, like, fucking lake. So I jump out, and then he's, like, okay, I'll see you back there. I'm just, like, <laughs> swimming. <laughs> oh, you got it, bro. I'll see you back <laughs> Yeah, and I, I run out of breath like pretty quickly. Like I'm, I think I'm like I can I'm like halfway like to where I can like stand. But like I was just fucking like I think I didn't realize how like fucking fucked up I was. So I was just like drowning in the lake. I was like, Oliver, come back. <laughs> and like I'm just like trying to save myself. Just like trying to float. <laughs> and he's like and then, like, the, there's a guy who's with us. He's, like, a lifeguard, but he's, like, kind of drunk. And he's, like, Elijah, are you okay? <laughs> the lifeguard, if there's a lake, I'm going to drink near it. On yeah. duty or not. <laughs> he's, like, you okay? And then, like, I was, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, Oliver, like, tries to bring the boat back. And he does. And I, like, get on. But he, like, he stops the boat, like, running. Like, he turns the kill switch on. Like, I climb in. And then he doesn't know how to turn it back on, so we're kind of just like floating, like on the lake, and <laughs> just like stranded a little bit. So we're just like, I'm trying to like row us back to the shore, and um, he eventually gets it on. And once I get back, I'm just like, fucking like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I almost died. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like laying in the in the sand. I'm like, fuck this. Like, I just had to take a minute. And I was like, and I just like. Yeah, this is hella weird. Question like, is, was that was that the inspiration for drowning or no? <laughs> I know uh, this was like way after, but like I wrote an, I wrote another song like about drowning in the lake. After that, drowning part, drowning two. Yeah, two drowning songs, two Santa songs. It was like it was like Jason Voorhees, like origin story. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> and people always say, like drowning euphoric, but it seems terrifying, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of just like looking up at like nothing, like blue. There's just blue sky and like some mountains. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like help. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go into the light. Yeah. <laughs> Not time Love yet. That you you almost drowned. And he made you row back home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I got this. I'm not strong enough. It's called taking an L. <laughs> no, it was an L. We take in W's on bruh. It's an artist, though. <laughs> All day, every day. What about you, Seb? You have any scary stories? For me, yeah, my mom's like getting close, so I got to like keep it on the hush hush. Um, so this one time, um, sophomore year of college, so like two years ago, um, it was like the first semester and like, it was like a Friday. We had like a little, a little drinking action at one of the, one of our friends, like sweets and stuff. Um, but in like my drink, one, like somebody poured, um, somebody like spiked it with Gatorade instead of like some drug or whatever. And like, I'm diabetic. So the Gatorade like fucked up my blood sugar and like they poured it with this really like, (laughs) yeah, pretty much. (laughs) And they like, they, they mix it with this really like hard ass whiskey. And it was like, it was like, like the Kraken kind of like whiskey. It was like really hard. And like, yeah. yeah, And I just like, I chugged that shit like really quick. And I was like, I was out of it. It was like a decent sized cup. And then like, I, like I went back to my dorm and like on the way back, I like dropped off um, like one of my friends at her at her suite and then went back to my dorm and then like I was knocked out. And then like when my roommates got back, like they woke me up and like I was like super drunk and like out of it. Right. And then um, I was just like puking for hours for like four hours. Just like they gave me all this like Pedialyte and shit. So that like got everything out of me. But like my roommate, like his name's Eddie. So shout, shout out to Eddie. He <laughs> he had this like really long hair. And then that day he had gotten it cut, but like I hadn't seen him before he got it cut. So like as I was like puking over the toilet, like I saw him with his new haircut. So I'm like puking. I'm like, Bleh! and then like I'd look up from the toilet and I'd be like, Eddie, nice haircut, boss. And then just keep puking. Bleh! And then like, <laughs> and like, I guess some like I didn't even notice, but like as I was puking on the ground, like, <laughs> my like right shin was just like gashed open. So there was like all this like blood on the floor, kind of like a, like a scene from saw or whatever. And they're like, Seb, what happened to your, like what happened to your leg? And like, I was so out of it. I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Like I messed up skateboarding or something like that. But like, I wasn't even skateboarding. So like people were like coming in trying to help me. And like, they didn't know if they needed to take me to the ER. Cause like my blood sugar was a little high, but like, even when I was drunk, I was able to shoot up the insulin, so I was fine. Um, but, like, a bunch of people came in, so, like, shout-out to Banbib for helping me out. Shout-out to Jerry and Helen and Crystal and Victoria squad for helping me out. squad came in clutch. Yeah, the yeah. squad did come in clutch, gave me all the Pedialyte, gave me all the stuff to help me out. And, like, they put the they put my backpack on me in, in bed so, like, I wouldn't fall over or whatever. And, like, they're like, Seb, why is your backpack so heavy? And, like, I'm still out of it. I'm like... Uh, all these history books and stuff like that. <laughs> and then like, yeah. And they were like still trying to like, they were like talking to me to like keep me, you know, like, you know, like up and whatnot. So they're like talking to me about Spider-Man and stuff. And I was just going on for hours about like 
ultimate spider-man on the gamecube and like why it was so awesome and just like all this kind of stuff and then when i woke up like i felt like fine like everything got like out of my system and i was like fine and everything um yeah so it was pretty scary but like yeah they saved and <laughs> they saved my life so shout out shout out to those people all right and i guess like this uh, this that was like the the almost dying story and then the fright story i guess i had was this one time over in um i was with elijah and um, our other friend maxwell and we were over at um this place called the church of walnuts that sells um that is a a cannabis uh dispensary so to speak and um <laughs> so <to> speak. <laughs> it has it has church in the title so we have to remain um you know reverent <laughs> and um, all those tax breaks <laughs> yeah. yeah and took like a little a little a little dabu a little dabby dab and I, like i was i was so like i was so out of it and like even when i was in there like i was like like the lady who was like helping set up the dab like i was like coughing had all this like all these mocos and boogers coming out of my nose and like i was sweating and crying and it was just a mess and like i was so out of it so i'm like panicking i'm like what are we gonna do what are we gonna do and then luckily we just went across the street to the jack in the box and like i was like freaking out i was like super paranoid and like at the time i was watching hello breaking bad so like when we got in there, like I saw these twins like in front of us and I was like, my eyes were on them the whole time. Like I was like <laughs> sipping, I was like sipping my lemonade and I was like, okay, these twins look like they're exactly from Breaking Bad. Like I swear if we like get up, they're going to freaking stand up and just like shoot us down or something like that. I was like, <laughs> the twins are sus. <laughs> yeah, I was scared as hell. And like there were these people next to us. Like I thought they were making like a drug deal or something, but I was just like skitzed out, you know? But luckily, nothing happened, so we were we were fine. But but yeah, that was another fright. So yeah, I mean, a drug deal in a jack in a box sounds like something that happens <laughs> yeah. on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that one time? I think this was like this put a fright into us, just because like it threw off our like just like rhythm. Because like one time, like we were getting ready for a show, and like I I grabbed like some like fender case, like some fabric like oh, fender God. case. <laughs> Seb tells me like, oh, grab my guitar case, and that's that's what it's in, like the black fender. So I grab a black fender case, and like it's not his guitar, I guess. It's just like some like, it's like, James's like like broken ass guitar. Yeah, it's the one James was building. <laughs> yeah, and like Seb's like freaking out, shit. Like, oh, I don't think we ever got the guitar? Got the wrong guitar to the gig. Yeah, that was pretty scary. I thought. Yeah, I but luckily it sounded like all right. <laughs> James, James did an excellent job rebuilding it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Stupid black fender cases. Yeah. I think well, after that, like, I wrote like my name on it. So to make sure. <laughs> it never yeah. happens again. Yeah. You gotta do that. Fuck that fright. <laughs> but I appreciate you guys coming back on. I can't wait for everyone to hear the song and check out the new album, which I recommend doing. Check out the new album. It's over here. <laughs> but again just thank you guys and it was a lot of fun yeah, yeah thank yeah, you so much yeah, thanks a lot dude hella fun right. and happy holidays and you know stay safe because COVID hey, fucking sucks yeah <laughs> me too yeah man thanks for having us alright later guys later right, thanks so much thanks for having us on thank you <laughs>